You're listening to a podcast of Red Sea Church, a community of faith in Portland, Oregon, where our mission is to draw to Christ, develop in community, and deploy into culture. I just want to share briefly from God's Word today. Uh, in, in the spirit of our celebrating and sharing together. But as a gathering, we always want to pause, even just for a few moments, and open God's Word and hear His Word to us for this day. Uh, in 1 Corinthians 16, there's kind of a, at the end of the letter, Paul says a few things that are easy to be obscure. They're just one of those things you read over because they're at the end of the book. But yet, they really say a lot. We're not going to spend much time on it. I just want to highlight a couple of things. 1 Corinthians 16 I'm going to read verses 15 through 18 and uh, try to say some of these names correctly. He says this, Paul says this at at the end of his letter. He says, Now I urge you, brothers, uh, brothers being brothers and sisters, uh, you know that the the household of Stephanas were the first converts in Achaia and that they have devoted themselves to the service of the saints. Be subject to such as these and to every fellow worker and laborer. I rejoice at the coming of Stephanus and Fortunatus and Achaicus, because they uh, have made up for our, your absence, for they refreshed my spirit as well as yours. Give recognition to such people. That's it. Give recognition. He, Paul is a guy who travels, a lot of authority, a lot of ministry, but he also recognizes in all the communities he's been a part of, there's people in his letters he calls fellow workers. Fellow workers, people that he recognizes, some he names by name, and some in other letters he doesn't. He just says they're there, but they're the people who roll up their sleeves and serve many times in obscurity, in church history and in life, but yet no less valuable to the kingdom. And that's what Paul's saying here. He names these people by name, but, he, but the key he wants them to do, and the phrase here is that they are fellow workers. They're people he looks as as peers. They might not be apostles, but they, he views them as peers. Their, their value in the kingdom serving is different than his, but they're no less valuable. And one of the things at Red Sea is that we have a philosophy of ministry that is, is meant to be pressed very small in the sense of, a, for lack of a better word, hierarchy. Uh, there is, we are, we're in this ministry together. We're doing everything together. And we want to develop that community, both through our mission to draw to Christ, develop community, and deploy into culture. But Josh and I particularly, and before us, Sean and, and, and uh, Billy and others recognize that how Red Sea functions is there's a lot of people who are fellow workers. A lot of people, men and women, young and old, who are in this together, working hard week after week, sometimes in obscurity. Sometimes the other people don't even know that they do what they do. And yet they are equally valuable to the life of Red Sea as much as Josh and I getting up here and preaching. We have a more public ministry, but not necessarily more important. And it's whether it's, it's Jim Tung in the, in the coffee or Rebecca in the connect booth or the people who set up communion. Somebody's got to set that up and take it down every week. All the people involved in kids' community. Uh, there's some people that you probably will never see in what they're doing. For example, not to put them on the spot, but Doug here is here at 9 o'clock every Sunday from 9 to 9.30 praying for this congregation in the empty seats. He's, he's in here praying for this service this week. He was here today. 
We don't know that, but he's here doing kingdom work. Uh, and in home communities, there are people who go to home communities, and either they lead it, they host it, they're just involved. That's kingdom work. Those are fellow workers. So my celebration today, my piece that I want to say for Red Sea is I want to thank all of you who do participate in whatever capacity that is, worship team, sound booth, whatever it is, I want to thank you, and I want you to affirm that you are fellow workers in the kingdom. You are doing God's work. You are advancing the gospel. And as we were talking recently with some other people, that for eternity, I think one of the things the saints are going to do for eternity is tell stories of how God worked in them and through them. And some of the stories of little things, whether it's praying or serving coffee or home community or setting up communion, for eternity will be told about how God is blessed and glorified in that. That's it for the word. How's that? Pretty good, huh? I told you it'd be short. Okay, we have our Red Sea Pathways. Our Pathways is our mission to draw to Christ, developing community, deploying the culture, okay? And then we are, have identities. Who are we because of who is God? What has he done? We are servants of Christ. We are family in Christ. And we are ambassadors for Christ. In our family in Christ, one of our paths, besides peacemaking, resolving conflict, families have conflict, sharing... But also celebrating, and this is it. Celebrating is rejoicing in God's work in and through each other, affirming each other, acknowledging milestones in life and spiritual growth with thanksgiving. So now I'm going to put this mic in the stand here, and I'm going to invite you to come up and share any story you want. It can be a story. It could be an event. It could be a conversation you had with somebody at Red Sea. It could could be something else that happened, whether in home community or whether it's, it's through Compassion Connect, you're doing something with that, or through a service, or whatever it is, we want to hear how, just let it sit here, rejoice how God has worked in us and through us with each other. We want to affirm each other. If there's somebody you want to affirm, then go ahead and do that. And if you want to celebrate, we're celebrating a milestone for Red Sea, but we're also celebrating a milestone in different people's lives. So we're going to invite you. It's going to be sitting up here. It's first come, first serve. And uh, just share some stories. So my lovely wife said, let's get this over with. (laughs) As if this were a, uh, a hard thing to do. Um, I could talk for a long time about what Red Sea means to me and what the people here mean to me. But I would get kicked out and booed because we'll all be hungry. (laughs) I just want to say this. Um, We've been here uh, eight years, eight or nine. I am not, we are not the people we were eight or nine years ago. Because God said, there is something you need to do, and I'm going to bless you by doing it. And he specifically led us here. He led us here to get out of our our comfort zone and into a new comfort zone. He led us here to stretch us and say, I love you so much, I'm not going to let you stay at a church that you feel comfortable in, a church that you're involved in, worship team, I want you to come and be part of a church where most of the people, 80%, 90% at that time, were under 30, okay? 
and you could count on three fingers the people with gray hair. And God said, I want you there. Because I want to lead people into your life to bless you. He has led a lot of people. He has led uh, Stefan. He doesn't attend here anymore. But this is where, this is how God uses this group. We are so diverse and yet we have one thing in common. We have Jesus Christ and his spirit. And that binds us together differently from economic and demographic differences. He says, I want to demonstrate through you, Red Sea, what it means to be the body of Christ and what heaven is going to be like. And it's multicultural, folks. We're multicultural. We can be a lot more diverse, but we are a whole lot more diverse than where Joanne and I came from. One Sunday, Stefan comes up and says, and I had been mentoring him, he says, my mom needs friends. Would you be her friend? Yes, this is your turn. <laughs> Actually, he said that directly to me. And uh, his mom's probably going to listen to this recording. So, <laughs> hi, Jenny. Um, her name is Jenny, and she didn't attend here often because of some disabilities and poor health. And she was here in the service that Sunday. And Stefan came over to me and said, my mom's here today. I can't be her only friend. Can you be her friend? <laughs> and I really didn't want a new friend. I didn't. I'm an introvert anyway. That's why I said, let's get this over with, because this is really scary. Um, but how can you say no to that, especially when you know that Jesus would say yes? Of course, you know. So, um I went over and started talking to Jenny and uh, found out we both loved our dogs and that was the first thing in common we found. And um, I thought committing to that friendship would be kind of a one-way thing where here I was serving my sister in Christ, kind of a, kind of a duty. And what I didn't know was that God uh, knew I needed a friend like Jenny and um, she is one of my best friends. So... Um, I think what I, my takeaway from that is when God asks you to do something hard, know that it doesn't, it won't necessarily stay hard. It could turn into one of the best things ever for you personally because that's the kind of father he is to us. Oh, and I was going to read her message to Red Sea today because this is her church in her heart, even though she hasn't been able to attend in many years. Oh, I need my glasses. <clears throat> So she's really upset that she couldn't come today. She says, my biggest wish, um, how to describe this, what she feels about Red Sea is it shows that anybody can be saved, and you'll never believe who might follow you to Jesus. Red Sea has truly been a spiritual emergency room. I love this church and can't wait until I can just show up and sit in my father's house. That's here. Um, you don't know what is truly a gift until it's taken away. I'm doing better, but my body is very weak from being in bed all those months. 
um, but the season is almost over, and I promise I'm not going to live like a chalk outline on my bed. <laughs> and she says, please ask for prayer to me to get out of this bed. So please pray for Jenny. Jennifer Moore today. She's one of us. There's one person here that I want to uh, affirm. He and his wife mean the world to me. And that's Russell and Amy. Um, I appreciate their steadfastness. They were here when we came. They are still here. Um, I was having a rough day on Saturday. I mean, actually on Friday, where I worked at Montgomery Park. I was being very impatient and I was praying about it and saying, God, I need, uh, I need some perspective here. Less than a half hour later, I get a text from Russell saying, I'm in Montgomery Park. And I said, would you have time for a cup of coffee? And God allowed us to share for about 30 minutes. And I thanked Russell for listening to God's prompting because that was an answer to prayer to me to get my eyes off the man, off the job, and onto eternity. That's how God uses his church, and the church here is Red Sea. What Doug didn't tell you was that the reason we were at Montgomery Park and had that time, which now we can see is um, that it was God's timing, was that I left the piece of paper at home that said what time our appointment was, and we were actually half an hour early, which never happens, by the way, for me. So it was nice to have that, um, that time. But what Doug and Joanne shared is exactly what's on my heart this morning, and um, it is that um, over the years... Um, Russell and I have been here for a really long time as a part of Red Sea, and we um, have often talked about how being a part of this church and a part of this community, um, you have to have um, just an understanding that God is going to bring people into your life, and God is also going to bring people um, to a different place that might not be in the same vicinity anymore. And we have watched literally probably hundreds (laughs) of our friends over the years come through Red Sea and God has sent them out to be in a different place, in different cities, and um, to just be used in a different, a different way. And um, the joy in that for us is that we get to now watch friends in St. Louis and in Ventura and in Washington and all over the place um, serve God in a different capacity than at Red Sea, and I remember very selfishly, um, or maybe not so selfishly, being really sad to watch all those people go, because that's the hard part, is when you stay and you see people leave. Um, But the joy in that um, is that we now get to watch all these people serve the Lord and be still a part of this body, but just be sent out and be in a different way. And um, I'm incredibly, incredibly grateful to the Lord to be able to... um, have all of you in my life and to be able to feel like the people in this room are the closest family that I have, closer even 
than um, my biological family in many ways, and I am incredibly grateful to God for that. We are one of the people that Amy was talking about. We're Aaron and Yvonne Knoll and our kids, and we used to go here from 2004 until 2009, and we work with Campus Crusade for Christ and shoot films with them. We moved to Texas, and now we live in Florida, and we may be moving to Israel. And I wanted to say that um, God used Red Sea to gird us up and to make us into a family. We had our first two kids when we lived up here. And we try to come back every year and just touch base with people. And this, this church warmed our hearts to the point of I'd never been a daddy before. Now I have four kids. But we were just able to come here and let go of all of our worries and concerns and, and had home church in our house. And the Lord has used it to show us just be real. You know, just let go of what you think church should be like. Let go of what you think it means to come in the front door and shake hands and make it all corporate-y and all that. And just be the body of Christ and just love people. And that's stayed with us ever since. It's warmed our hearts. And I was, I was fairly newly married and we got our first house and I was scared. But you guys loved us and we just keep coming back. And I think it's neat what Amy said. It's so true. You know, God brings people here for a special purpose, and, and Red Sea is here for a special reason, and the people that are here are here for a special reason. And um, now God sends me out to places like um, I went into Iraq, and I shot films about people's families who were killed by ISIS, and it's like it's what I learned up here is... You know, it's, it's deeper than what you see on the surface. And you're going out to touch people's lives. So keep doing what you're doing. God's using you guys to, to touch the whole world. And we're thankful that we're a part of your family and you're a part of ours. And we we'll look forward to saying hi afterwards. So thank you. I just want to share a super practical way that Red Sea has been a blessing. We host a home community group. For those of you, don't, of you that don't know, we live um, on a moorage, and there's three and a half acres, and my husband is the caretaker, kind of maintenance guy for all of this. And he has been gone since July 13th. To He started out on a bicycle ride across the country, but had to stop in Minnesota with his mom, who um, now has... Uh, stage four cancer so he's been being a caregiver which has left all of that maintenance on me and I have a full actually a full-time job and two half-time jobs so um, my home community group realized that I was drowning in all of that and pretty overwhelmed so the last two Tuesdays for our home community they've come early they've helped clear some of the property help do all kinds of maintenance and it's just been amazing. It's just been such a blessing. And 
those are ways that, as a community, Red Sea, we, we help each other. We come to each other's rescue when we need it. And it's just been a really bless, real blessing, and I just thank my home community group props. So I was supposed to share at the last family gathering, but it was too emotional. I'm still a little bit. Um, I wanted to thank all of you because you gave me the privilege of going to Uganda back in February. And you paid for my trip 100%. And it was so amazing because I went with three other women. And they go to much larger churches. And their church didn't support them like you guys supported me. And it was so beautiful to go to them and say, my church, my small church paid for my trip 100%. And it was so amazing just to see that support. You guys are my family. You've always been our family since we've been here six years. And it was just a blessing to just be able to go there and meet those incredible people. And I'm excited to see the partnership that, I don't know what that means for the future, um, with Doug and Joanne going to Rwanda and David and Carol going to Tanzania and just seeing what God may do through Red Sea in Africa. So thank you guys. There we go. Is this on? Okay, good. Um, I wanted to kind of tell a little bit of a story about how I ended up here. My wife's going to share after I'm through. Um, about four years ago, I had met Mallory. Um, I've been praying for somebody to come into my life that I could share the love of Christ with. And uh, end up finding Mallory, and we discovered pretty early that we wanted to attend church together. And being very young and, and, and still very, very selfish, um, not having to share a life with anybody, uh, naturally I wanted to stay at the church that I was attending at the time. I was attending a church in Vancouver. Um, and she's very stubborn as well. <laughs> and and we, right off the bat, were arguing what church we were going to attend. And I was very dead set on attending the Vancouver church because of my stubbornness and wanting my own way. Um, and I remember we traded off probably about a month, month and a half. And I remember specifically where I was sitting. I was sitting over in this section over here on a Sunday. And during worship time, just had a very, 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 very strong sense and direction that this is where you need to commit. And um, it was very personal. I didn't really tell anybody. This is the first time I've told the majority of the church. But it was very clear that this is a place where God wanted me, us, to set foundation in and to just see what he had in store. And 
we committed heavily into a brand new launch of um, a Vancouver group up in Vancouver home community. I had never done anything like that before where you had to commit, you know, another day beyond Sunday to really invest and, and show up and be there emotionally and um, with your whole being, invest in these people. And I said, okay, if this is what you want me to do, I'm going to go in full bore. So we've, we've invested there. Um, and I just can't, it's been amazing to see after just obeying God and listening to him and really trusting him, what he has done. He has guided us to marriage. The Red Sea was integral in our marriage. I can tell you right now, we wouldn't be here without how God used the people in this church to teach us what it means to love sacrificially, um, to lean on him in all circumstances. There's been so many nights early in my marriage where I had to look to God and say, I'm, I'm in this because I believe you led me here, and I'm going to stay in this because of that. Um, and that was from people in Red Sea guiding me through what it means to be a man after God um, and what it means to, to stick, with, stick with something no matter what, what challenges or what circumstances arise. Um, we've seen him launch a new Vancouver group. Um, there's now two in Vancouver. So in a four-year span to watch what he's doing there, um, I'm very excited um, to see him continually grow people here. As I look around and not only see Vancouver growing, I see just the maturity of, of people and the conversations I'm having develop over the four years I've been here. He's definitely working, and then that's exciting to, to trust him and know um, that if we give it to him, he will guide us all. And um, he is sovereign. He knows exactly what each of us need and where to go. And we need to learn to let go and trust him completely. Um, so I just want to thank you all. You know, thank you. I just continually want to extend that message of we have a God that we can trust, a dad that loves us incredibly no matter what he calls us to do, what challenges that we have to face. He is there for us. And, and we have a, a destination and a promise that's unshakable, that's a, a bedrock foundation. Um, so my wife now is going to share um, some special things, and um, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, Joanne, I share your sentiment. I just want to get this over with. <laughs> um, Red Sea has been a really special place for me. I came here as a college student, lonely and needing community. And God provided that with home community. And I feel like I've really grown up in this church, especially growing in my faith. I came young and immature in my faith, and I've grown so much here. And you guys have been so important in my life. Um, you've been praying for me for a job, and God provided. You've prayed for me for a boyfriend, and God provided. You prayed that that boyfriend would ask me to, to marry him, and, and God provided. Um, and in the last year, you guys have prayed that we could have a baby, and we are going to. <laughs> so thank you for being family and for partnering with us in the gospel and letting us learn from you guys what it looks like to, to have a godly marriage and to, to raise your kids in the gospel and to make the gospel the, the most important lens in your life. So thank you. Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry. I had one more thing I wanted to say. We, we do uh, please ask you not to say anything on Facebook. 
Um, we're actually telling you quite early because we, like um, was mentioned earlier, we look at you guys as family, and we wanted to tell our family first. So we, there's still a lot of people we haven't told yet, and so please, you know, until we give you, until you start seeing us post things, please wait, and and we'd appreciate that. There's one more thing I wanted to say, and that was I just want to thank the the people in this church that really invest. Um, I know there, a lot of you do, um, but there's been a lot of, along the way in the last four years, a lot of small groups, a lot of time invested. Josh has led a couple small groups um, that take up a lot of time, and uh, Royce and Josh have led an RET training, which takes up a lot of time and a lot of energy. Um, and I just want to say thank you, and I know, the, you know, just highlighting those, but there's a lot of, the, that investment pays off, and um, I've, I've, I'm so thankful we have people here that are willing to invest in each other, to disciple each other. And that's how God's going to grow us. So thank you, guys. Hi, guys. Um, I'm Nate, and I'm one of those people that has a really hard time getting up here. Um, but... So I've been at Red Sea for about four years now, and uh, before that, um, I mean, in my line of work, there's a lot of, like, deadlines and a lot of stress, and I was just really becoming one of those disgruntled Christians that Sean was talking about in the video. Really easy for me to get cynical and bitter, and that just kind of kept progressing over the years, and I'd been at a church for a long time. Um, It's been impossible to be here the last four years and be in community with you guys without maturing and without being pulled out of that more and more every year. Um, I've just, it's, being in community with you guys has done so much to like drop that cynical attitude, change my overall perspective, give me that eternal perspective, change my attitudes. Um, so, and just the other day at work, I mean, I get the question that oh, we're in a time of stress and all of this, a lot's going on right now. I mean, how are, how are you at peace right now, Nate? How, do you, how are you comfortable at all here right now? And that's just like a slow pitch from God. It's really easy to be like, it's like, all right, you know how to answer this question. And I was able to say it's my, it's my community. It's my, I couldn't be involved with you guys without getting that. And I've gotten more and more of that. Um, so thank you guys. I'm guilty of uh, kind of not reaching out to a lot of people. I you know I have a, a handful of you that I'm really comfortable with and have become good friends with. So I hope as I you know, meet more of you and get to know you better, that's just going to continue. And I know that's going to continue forever because that's what was promised. So thanks. Uh, I would like to uh, affirm a guy who's in my home community. He does a lot of behind-the-scenes work here at Red Sea. He uh, probably doesn't even want his name said because he's just that type of person. He will help you move in a heartbeat. He will watch your house for you. He will clean up your dog poop. He will do whatever that's asked of him. And... uh, 
He uh, has been uh, nothing but a yes man. He will tell you no when he wants to know, but for the majority of the part, he will see us now. I just wanted to say thank you, Bill Park, for uh, doing a good job. Thank you. Last call. Anybody? No? Okay. I'm going to share a story real quick, but I want to have the band, if you guys want to go ahead and head up to, uh, head up to the stage. Uh, ten years ago, uh, I, uh, me and Jamie packed up uh, our belongings, sold, sold just about everything we had, and, uh, and started this journey. Um, we had come out of a kind of a large institutional church, and, uh, and we were kind of like Nate. We were cynics. We were pretty bitter about this whole church thing. Um, but I knew that God had said, you know, go and make disciples. You know, that's what I've placed you here to do. And I remember reading passages in Acts, uh, Acts, in Acts 2 about the first church. And it said, uh, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship to the breaking of bread and prayers. And awe came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles. And all who believed were together and had all things in common. And they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds to all as they had in need. And, the day, and day to day, they attended, day by day, attending the temple together, breaking bread in their homes. They received their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having favor with all people. And the Lord added to their number day by day those who were being saved. I remember reading that a decade ago and saying, I want to be a part of that church. You know, like, like it was an elusive dream for me. I, I had never been a part of that, and I really wanted to be a part of that. And so we began this journey of searching for that. Um, and then God brought us here about eight years ago, um, uh, eight years ago this past April. But I was, um, I was reading that passage of Scripture this, this week, and, and all of a sudden it hit me. Like, we're there, right? I mean, when you, when you read this stuff in that verse, they, they, have, they, they, they are under the, the teaching of the Word on a regular basis, Every week, they're breaking bread together and praying together every week. They're in each other's homes, living out life together. They're sharing their possessions with one another. People are getting saved. Miraculous things are being done. Everything in that passage, I could stand here and tell you a story of, the, of how God has provided. And so all of a sudden, I realized that I've been chasing a dream that I'm actually living in. This is, this is the church. We are doing what God placed us here to do. We just need to realize how incredibly uh, blessed we are to be in this place, to hear these stories. This is what God placed us here to do. And we're going to continue doing it. We're going to continue to press forward being the church. So I was encouraged by that. I hope you guys are too. Thank you for listening to this message from Red Sea Church. If you would like more information about Red Sea, including more audio messages, please go to our website at www.redseachurch.org. If you would like to contact Red Sea, you can email us at info at